At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up, you guys? Welcome to the February 21st edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher, getting ready to set you up for the second half of the NBA season. We're going to kind of go over the news. There wasn't much of it over the All-Star break. With me to do so, Jared Johnson. What's up, man? What up, Mike? How you doing? I think this is your pod debut. It is my pod debut. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we're gonna. Jared does uh, a lot of blurbs, and you do a Sunday dose and something else too, right? Sunday, Friday. Yeah, yeah. Friday. Yep. So kind of. And I have my, yeah, have my chats. Yep. Cool, man. So we'll kind of go through what we saw. More news today, not so much over from Friday to Monday. It was totally dead. But we do want to talk about the teams that are going to be tanking, or you know, not the T word, but they're going to be. Re- changing up their lineups, which is bad news for some Bulls. Um, but let's talk about, I guess, some in- recent injury news that just hit before we recorded. And that's Avery Bradley's basically 50-50 every night now. So the easy analysis on this one is, like, just drop Bradley already. You're not going to want to have to deal with this. He was already droppable before this news. And, yeah, it's uh, just the biggest biggest disappointment, I think. I can't think of anybody more disappointing than Avery Bradley. Chris? Yeah, well, Chris. he had at least Bradley was bad the whole year though. Like Chris had a couple bright spots. Yeah, Chris, like yeah. Chris was annoying. Bradley was just straight up bad, man. Like he had like one or two decent games all year. He just didn't have like I know. you look at him on it's the so player reader, and it's he's so bad. I feel like man, it's like he's the he's a. I feel like Brad Stevens just basically turns people into gold. Like yeah. I feel like that's what's been happening. Because look at Crowder too. Crowder is trash in Cleveland. He's still kind of trash in, in Utah. He was trash in, in Dallas before he went to Boston, too. Yeah, yeah. Like he totally turned him around. And I don't know, man. Bradley just has done a whole lot of nothing all all year long. And, and now, I mean, maybe it's the groin thing, but I don't know, man. Jamal Murray played through a double hernia thing last year, 82 games. What's up with that, Bradley? <laughs> <laughs> So, do you have? Is there anybody like worth picking up here? We also saw Jawan Evans is still out for a while. I mean, you would think Tyrone Wallace kind of gets back in the rotation. Not that you're really going to add him. Um, Tobias looks pretty good. Lou Williams is going to be fine. Maybe Austin Meals. Rivers. Yeah, but... I think Rivers is probably the guy. If you're in a ten team or a twelve teamer, he may be okay. Milos? Probably... No. <sighs> I've been so disappointed with Milos this year I mean I love his game I love his game and I love his dimes but he just doesn't really give you anything besides dimes and triples yeah and it's like not none of the defensive stats I mean I guess yeah his he could be in line for more minutes but 
Eh, I mean, maybe just like kind of a deep league guy to me. Yeah, but he's still got to dodge the back to back because they keep him uh-huh. pretty limited. Like the foot issue has been super annoying. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. So he's kind of just lukewarm pickup. I really wouldn't. Be, there's really nothing there because Bradley hasn't been high usage either. Yeah, and Austin Rivers is already owned in fifty one percent of leagues, so he's yeah. probably not available. You know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's going to be that great though. Do you? I know Steve likes no, Austin Rivers. He's a just lot. like kind of late round, but yeah. I mean, maybe he picks up some extra run. You know. Yeah. Um, okay, so the other kind of news today was Darren Collison's still out. Um, we thought he may be back this week um, with the two to three week diagnosis or prognosis, excuse me, but he's still out. But I still think you got to stash him. Pacers are kind of in the playoff hunt. He's playing phenomenal basketball before he got hurt. So, yeah, he was like he was like in the top twenty, yeah. like right, right before he went down. I mean, you have to own him. Yeah, definitely. I can't believe that someone cut him in that charity stripe league. I was so stoked to just nab him. Yeah. He's gonna be pretty good. I think um, he's been pretty durable, and, but I, I think he'll be he'll dial it back. I mean, it's tough to come back from knee surgery mid season, and he could, things could unravel too. Some guys just don't come back right off those things. True, but, but it was still, just yeah. arthroscopic surgery. It's yeah. a relatively minor procedure. They're in the playoff hunt. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, it is if it extends like past next week, then maybe like if 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 he's on your team hurt during the playoffs, then. That's not good, but yeah. I don't think anyone's in the playoffs yet. So. Right, but he's kind of in an optimal position. Like, had he been on like the Suns or the Hawks or something like yeah, that, exactly. then we'd be alarm bells would be ringing. Then you have to worry about him getting shut down and all that. And it's not like Joe Young or Corey Joseph have been playing really well. They kind of need yeah, him back. They've kind of been alternating good and Lance games. Stevenson too, yeah. Uh, so other news. For the Nets, they've got some stuff going on. Um, we don't still don't know what the plan is for D'Angelo Russell quite yet, but they want to play him next to Dinwiddie more. They still haven't really been playing him together, and they were playing well earlier when they first came back, but their their net rating is just really bad in their past like seven or eight games. They've been getting shredded, so um, they do want to play that combination more. D'Angelo's, I mean, you've been stashing D'Angelo, or anyone's been stashing D'Angelo, you're a little disappointed. Uh, the turnovers are insanely <laughs> high. The shooting's bad. He's not that great for dimes. Like he's been kind of a letdown. If you've been stashing him, do you think he can turn it around? I think he'll have every opportunity to do so. But it is kind of like it was just an it was a, just a knee scope, right? That put him out for ten weeks. Yeah, it was a long time. I mean, some of that's the nets. And I don't know, maybe – I mean, they, Kenny Atkinson says that he's starting a round in a form. That kind of – to me, it suggests that he's willing to start to give him more minutes, but he's only hit 30 minutes once since he came back. Now it's a double overtime game. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, and he had said that he didn't – like, he had a bad play, and he got pulled at 29 minutes, and they were like, did you pull him because of the 29 minutes, or did you pull him because he played poorly? And they were like, no, 29 minutes. So he still has that cap, and I mean he's there at twenty nine the last game. I, th- I think he's going to get close to thirty, and that's fine. Like he's the kind of guy that's going to be high usage. He's got to get those turnovers down, though. Like the biggest concern with D'Angelo is his play. I think yeah. his minutes are going to questionable be... shot selection. Definitely. Yeah, man. Like if he play if he plays decent, you're going to be happy. He's just been terrible lately. So like you got to get you got to get to forty one percent. I don't care how many three he's shot twenty four percent this month from three. His yeah. steals aren't there. Like, yeah. His, yeah. It, I mean, got, but you've got to figure 
Like, they, they traded for him for a reason. And, I mean, Dinwiddie just came out of nowhere. Yeah. They were starting him and Lynn, so they're okay with starting two point guard backcourt. They want to do it. it gets there. But it's fine. I think, like, Joe Harris's minutes dropped a little bit, so I'd be worried about him. Uh, Alan Crabb kind of went on a heater before the break, so hopefully it didn't comb off. He had that 34-pointer, 28, 24, and a 15 in his last four games. So hopefully the break didn't mess with him. But, um, yeah. And then also the other injury news. Rondé and Levert are still out. Rondé went through a full practice. That's bad, man. Like, I was hoping Rondé would be back. It looks so minor when he got hurt in that Saturday game. But he's going to miss, like, almost a month with this thing. And Levert as well. Levert's a little more concerning. Like, just drop Levert. But hopefully Rondé can play on Monday. Yeah, I'm not not at the point where I'm trying to drop Hollis Jefferson, but I I I thought he was going to be back right after the break. Like I thought they were just being nets. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, at least he got into full practice today. With Levert, it's like, geez, he's still not practicing, and he hasn't played since early February. I mean, come on. <laughs> they they are scared to scared to death to play him, man. Ever since that foot fracture in Michigan, they last year they had minutes restriction on him like crazy. Yeah, that's true. They will now. Like, but Rondé's been pretty durable for most of his career. Um, I think he had a foot fracture too in Arizona, if I'm not mistaken. But um, he's looked pretty good lately. So yeah, I would definitely still stash him. Any other Nets takeaways? Uh, We've seen Quincy AC be kind of sneaky. Jared Allen, who um, we both like, his minutes were down though because Anthony Davis ate him up that one game, and his minutes have kind of fallen off really since then. Uh, only 18 in that Monday game, and then end of the break with a 20-minute game. But, yeah. I mean, he's gonna. I think he's got 26 minutes, 11 and eight with a block and a half with good percentages. I'll take that. Yeah, I like I like his potential. I mean, he's. I'm not really worried about Okafor taking playing time from him. I mean, maybe they're they're kind of in a timeshare situation, but if he can just get in the mid 20s, he can produce. And I really like his shot blocking upside. Yep. Even though we haven't quite seen that yet. But, it's been you AC know. taking his minutes, which is kind of the weird part. And yeah, Dante Cunningham is... also, because they would play AC at the 5 and then Cunningham at the 4. So that takes minutes. Freaking Cunningham. That guy kills him. us, yeah. That guy's <laughs> always a thorn in the side of upside of dudes. Like, check yeah. Diallo, don't play Cunningham. He's like, it's not fun. Um, so Harris, I, I think Harris is going to trend down a little bit. Uh, and Carroll has been red hot, but I think he'll cool off. But I still think he's worth owning. Yeah, he's worth hunting for sure. Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't make any trades. Uh, so a couple other teams. Anything you want to add there? Good? No, I think we covered it. I think so. So moving on to the Mavs, and we're not going to talk about their disgusting behavior that's been going on, but we do want to talk about the tanking um, for fantasy for you guys. So we'll talk about what was said there. But um, Eddie Sefko, one of the beat writers um, for the Dallas Morning News, had said that they may roll back the starters minutes. So keep an eye on that. So any guys who've been kind of borderline-ish, um, your Berea's, uh, I think Wes is still worth owning, but he'll probably drop like three or four minutes and then play other guys. Uh, they apparently want to play Jonathan Motley a little bit more. Dwight Powell's been killer, so definitely. Yeah, I think Dwight Powell's the guy. Yeah. Out of all, like out of anyone that's going to suddenly churn out value, it's got to be Powell, right? Yeah, he looks great, man. And he only needs minutes in the mid twenties. He's one of the, another one of those guys. Like with him, it's always just been about getting minutes. Like he's a talented dude, but he's always been kind of buried. Yeah. He's shooting the ball really well. A lot of dunks, uh, so he's been really high field goal percentage-wise. 
And the minutes are there now. Um, so we'll see. He should be fine. I still think DSJ's minutes are probably going to be like 29, which is fine. Um, and then obviously... You don't Kurt, think he gets in the mid-30s? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, There's no I'm incentive to play him that much. I don't, I don't just know. Just cautiously like, optimistic, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't see why they I would like play him that, that much, dude. man. Oh, I love him. And by the way, I can't believe he didn't advance in the dunk contest. That was so stupid. Yeah. Like, he yeah. had tweeted out that he had his double pump reverse that got a 38, and then Oladipo missed his dunk, and it was a 31. Like, how? And, the, <laughs> I, and they, like, they gave up. Like, Donovan Mitchell's dunk was nice, over dunking over a kneeling Kevin or Kevin Hart. And all. Like, that yeah, wasn't a 50, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, that wasn't a 50, man. The only 50, legit 50, was DSJ's spinning through the leg. That was legit. That was that the was best legit. dunk by far. That was the best dunk, right? That had to yeah. be the best dunk. Easily. That Larry Nance double tap thing wasn't that... I okay. used to do that on, like, a nine-foot rim, man. Like, that's not hard. It takes, like... the It's the same principle as, like, Gerald Green's cupcake dunk, where you're up there. <laughs> that like, was terrible. What? That's that's one of my favorite dunks, man. Creativity. Really? Creativity to the max, man. That was pretty cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're the first person that I, I met that didn't that didn't like the DSJ, the um the Gerald Green dunk, man. Uh-huh. Love it. Love that create <laughs> love that creativity. Um, okay, so yeah, DSJ was kind he wasn't shooting the ball well, but he was starting to round into form as far as filling categories go. You basically look at like his last yeah. Six, seven-ish games, 16 points, four boards, six assists, 1.3 steals, 2.03s in the month um, before the break. So, yeah, I just got to make shots. Uh, he's still killing us on free throws. Like, that's been a huge thorn in his side. Um, month after month, excluding November, he's in, like, the 60s or worse. So, um, he's got to get that fixed. Um, but, yeah, he looks like he's going to be a pretty good stat stuffer. Yeah, for sure. I mean... There's every incentive to just kind of turn him loose. Yeah, let him dunk, let him like carry the load. You know. Yeah, I think they could. I'm just a little scared. I don't think they're gonna want to play him too much because they really they want to tank and I don't know, maybe, like I think like 31's fair. That's that's it's more than enough for for the amount of shut down Jerk. They're gonna rest him a lot. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about a straight shutdown, but I definitely see just random games out. Yeah, let's see how many back-to-backs they have coming up. Oh, they're right off the bat, Friday, back-to-back. And then they have another one on the 10th, another one on the 16th, another one on the 20th. So they have quite a few. They have like probably like four or five back-to-backs. So they'll be sitting out all those games, I think. You think Maxi can mess with Dwight? No, I don't yeah, think no, so. Probably not. I think they're kind of done with Cleaver for now. But um, so anybody that you would pick up besides Dwight on this one? I mean, there's really like like I said, all the veterans. This team doesn't uh, really have a lot of young prospects on it. Yeah, and it doesn't seem like Noel's ever gonna play. <laughs> I mean, he's really the only guy with like upside that I yeah. see on that roster, and they just don't want to play him. No. I think that's so messed up. He's gonna be a free agent. They basically crushed him. Yep, they did. They they got him. Oh man. That guy. Why did he not take that contract? What, $70 million oh, he turned down? Oh, man. Yeah. But, I mean, look at the roster. Like, Doug McDermott, who cares? Uh, Kyle, Kyle Collinsworth, I really don't care. I'm curious. I think we're going to see a couple Motley games, though, man. Like, I could see Motley having a little bit of a sneaky sneak, like, when guys are resting, like DFS. Yeah, play, I play it's like some a random Motley. game. I can yeah. see that. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, so moving on. This is interesting with Hassan Whiteside. He said his focus after the break is to get more playing time. Uh, but, I mean, that's not exactly a bold statement. Like, NBA players want to play. But right before... Play better Ale- defense. Yeah, right before Olenek got hurt, it kind of um, sorted itself out. Because Olenek was taking all of his fourth quarter minutes, Whiteside minutes, that is. So this is going to be interesting when Olenek comes back. It sounds like he could be back. There's, it's been kind of um, few and far between with the details. So, do we think Whiteside is going to hang at like the 24-minute mark, or do you think he can get to 27, 28, 29? I mean, the trend has been mid-20s, yeah. and it just kind of like just looking at the the interactions between him and Spo don't seem great all the time. Like, the, he'll take him out of the game, and he'll just kind of meander to the bench. I don't know. I just... I I want him to get minutes in the 30s. That would be great. Yeah. But it's just that's happened for one very few and far between this season. I mean, the, basically, the I guess the good thing is that he can still do it in 25 minutes a night. He yeah. can still put up nice value. But uh, I don't know, man. Miami's trying to get that playoff spot, and Spo seems to think that they can get the wins – better with him watching during the fourth quarter yeah and uh you know he's been right actually because they're they're in the playoff hunt so i don't know i i don't really see i don't see them changing that formula yeah i don't either uh they kind of like it like whiteside himself has even said that you know i'll play my 23 24 minutes and that's fine he's gonna play pretty much most of the first quarter and most of the third quarter and that's pretty much it but, um, yeah, he's kind of hot right now over his last five. He's got 15 points, 13 boards. Not really blocking much at 1.0 um, at 27 minutes a game. So that's a little high, but it's fine. Like, he's going to be top 30, and that's fine. For sure. So I, mean, I think yeah. it kind of it is what it is. I'd rather have that than have him risk getting hurt. Maybe that's part of the reasoning, too, because he said that his, his injury was serious before they shut him down in December. Mm, so that maybe that's part true. of it. Um, so what does this mean for Bam? Um, I don't. I know Jonas is big on Bam. I, I still don't think he's in that top upper echelon of like pickups that need to be owned in like ten teamers. But Olenek coming back is gonna be a thorn in his side. Like I could see a lot of things going wrong. And like I always say, suppose like Stevens, man, like he's just gonna treat you as just a number. And yeah. If he thinks that you're not a good matchup there, then you're not. Like if they go up against a small ball five, they probably won't play Bam. They'll probably play Lenick. If they were trailing, they'll go with a Lenick. Like it's gonna be kind of a bumpy ride. Uh, yeah, I agree. I just don't see I don't see him doing it consistently. I mean he's a rookie and there's two other guys that play the same position. I think Olenek is the guy that he rides more often. Yep. So And Spo did mean, say he wanted to play Bam and Whiteside next to each other. That didn't happen. Didn't happen since, though. Yeah, I but that because Olenek, that's because Olenek was out though. Mm. So I get that. But it doesn't, to me, it just doesn't really make sense. Bam and Whiteside. Yeah, it has to be a certain matchup against, like, Blake and Drummond or somebody like that, you know? Like, they can't Mm -hmm. go up against, like, the Warriors or something like that. Uh, I think it's just inconsistent minutes. I don't don't like inconsistent minute guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's why we always, like, dodge the the front court Celtics, like, the past couple years with Olenek there. Yeah, It's going to be bumpy for sure. Um, okay, so speaking of Bumpy, that's the Chicago Bulls. They are they hinted that they're going to do it, and they are going to do it. They're going to bench Robin Lopez and Justin Holiday. Robin Lopez, easy analysis, just straight cut him. 
don't but know. Yeah. Uh, what about Holiday, man? This guy was he was just living off volume, like mid thirties minutes, threes for days, defensive stats. Do you just ride it out and see how much the minutes are going to get cut now, or do you just make a proactive cut if you see somebody good on the wire? I'm not really. I don't really like to make cuts like that. Like if a guy is playing well enough, but at the same time, he needed minutes in the mid 30s to do what he was doing, and he was also shooting 37.9 percent. Yeah. So I see that coming down to the mid 20s probably. Yep. And I mean, I guess with that situation is if if there's someone nice on the waiver wire, maybe you could switch them out. But if you're in kind of a deeper league where the wire is thin, you might as well kind of just, in my opinion, I guess just kind of wait and see what happens. But, uh, I mean, that's obviously not great news that he's going to be coming off the bench. And they're saying that they're going to start playing the younger players. I don't know if 28 qualifies as young. Yeah, like it depends, man. I'd probably cut him for like Royce O'Neal or Dwight Powell or somebody like that. I'd do that. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people... O'Neal's widely available, man. That is... Yeah, so I know, that I would, shouldn't I be would true. I would do that. Yeah, he looks pretty... like O'Neal's a way better stat stuffer than... like how, like how He's just so volume-dependent, man. He's not going to get it anymore. So, I, I if I had to make a move... Okay, so so they play, what, Friday? So say you're sitting there on Friday, and you want to make it... Like, okay, let's see what happens on Friday. So if you're sitting there, and the first half is terrible, and you see someone heating up, and you're like, I want to make a move, I would do it. Yeah, know. for I sure. I just don't see the I mean, upside. it's going to be a short leash. Yeah, it's going to be a short leash. Yeah. What do you think about Nuaba? Uh, he needs I think he has deep league volume. appeal. Like, yeah. really deep league appeal. Just like deep hustle stats, you know? Yeah. But he doesn't score. He needs to get out and transition to score his buckets. Like, he needs to have, like, two steals per game and then score off those steals, like the pick six. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I'm not interested. Same with Zipster. Uh, same with Felicio. What about... Felicio. I don't care. <laughs> Mate, I don't know, man. He's just he's terrible on defense. He's gonna get benched. Like I think they're gonna play marketing more at the five or something like that and kind of get creative that way. He's just not Bobby good. Portis. He's been terrible. I think he's like dead last in defensive real plus minus or something among centers. And he gets yeah. Embiid right away on Thursday, so that should be fun. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's definitely a wait and see. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm not expecting much. I mean, maybe in like an incredibly deep league, if you're desperate for a big man. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, I mean, his per thirty six numbers are thoroughly unimpressive. Ten point seven points, seven point six boards, only point five blocks. Yeah. Yeah. Cameron Payne do anything for you? No way, right? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's a backup, anyways. It's painful. But... Well, still, he's going to play. So obviously, you're cutting Jerry and Grant. Um, you're still going to hold Chris Dunn, obviously. Um, and hopefully he does some damage. I saw something like Cameron Payne said they want to go 25-0 and 0 or something like that. Did I, read mm-hmm. that. did I read that right? I think so. I think you did. I think I saw that. Yeah, from like KC. What was it? I quickly scrolled past it. Yeah. Oh, there. <laughs> yeah. It's Cameron Payne's goal to get playing time, try to go 25-0. and 0. Okay. <laughs> um, um, what about Levine? Anything, any concern there? Kind of just roll with it and see what happens. I like Levine, yeah. and I yesterday they uh, Paxson said that he was going to talk to the medical staff about him getting cleared for back-to-backs, 
Uh, I don't know if that happens, but Chicago does have five more back-to-back sets this year, so it would be nice if he wasn't sitting those out. I like him, man. I, I think that they traded Jimmy Butler with him as one of the primary pieces, so they have every incentive to like let him let it be his team, him and Dunn. Yep. Those are the primary pieces, and I guess Mark, okay, uh, yep. Laurie. Yep. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm not really I'm not nervous about Zach. <laughs> no, he should be good. <clears throat> and then Chris Dunn just to throw it out there, they're gonna quote be smart when he comes back, so he should be good. Moving on pick. to um, some good news. Finally, unlike Rondé, um, Aaron Gordon and Vooch are on track. So Vooch. that raises the question. Are we worried about rest or shutdown? Obviously, the Magic are firmly in the tank race. How do you feel about Aaron Gordon uh, and Vooch upon their returns right now? Uh, well, I mean, I think Aaron Gordon, his return definitely hurts Mario, in my opinion. Time. And uh, I think Birch is kind of in danger of just falling out completely with both these guys back. I'm curious to see what happens with that. Because uh, I want to see if Birch takes Biombo's minutes. I think it's on the table. Yeah, I mean, so cut Biombo for some uh, Easily, reason, yeah. yeah. <laughs> easy cut. Yeah. I think Mario uh, is somewhat, easy, somewhat of an easy cut, too. But the problem is, he's played three positions, man. They played him at shooting guard. They played him at small forward. So he's not a easy cut like Biombo is. But I honestly think I, I may own Mario over Holiday. I'm more intrigued by a yeah. guy who could be turning yeah. up, who's playing well, versus a guy who... He was who's... playing well, but, I mean, and then once Jonathan Isaac gets back, it's just getting too crowded, yeah. you know? I'm not, just I to mean, be clear, I'm not, like, bullish on him, but I think, yeah, yeah. I think there's, there's opportunity there for him, at least until Isaac gets back. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, I guess. I mean, say, I guess I'd say the same thing, just kind of wait and see, yeah. but a short leash. Like, if, if it's not there. Him, yeah. If you wanted to cut him, like... We're not going to tell you not to. Yeah. It's like Gordon should definitely hurt him. You think Gordon Gordon should turn around his shooting percentages, right? I hope so. He was red hot earlier. He was leading the league up until the first like month and a month or so in the season. Yeah, and then he just fell kind of off a cliff. Yeah. I've been getting tra- I've been getting questions like should I trade him? I'm like not now. Yeah. <laughs> not now. Yeah, I think you're not going to be able to get value for him. Like if you could get like today, if you could trade him for 80 cents on the dollar, I would do it. Mm, you, I, I would wait. Well, I guess everyone's trade deadlines like right about there, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm saying eighty percent of like, well, I had him as like a fifth rounder. So if I could trade him, or even a fourth rounder, if I could trade him for like a sixth, seventh rounder, who's gonna, who's on uh, a playoff team, who's been healthy, like, Aaron, I'm worried about Aaron Gordon's floor. Yeah, I, I that's true. Because when it bottoms out, it's bad. He was like in the fifteenth round. Prior to getting yeah. shut down briefly, Andy's on a bad team, man. Like having players that are on all on competitive teams is so big right now. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's like we always talk about that. Like drafting players early, you want them to be in the playoffs hunt, man. Yeah, that's basically, everything. you you don't want the first place team, and you don't want the team that's tanking. You want yeah. that middle, the teams that are fighting for seeding. Yep, definitely. Um, okay, so moving on. Any other magic takeaways? DJ Augustine has been kind of meh. Um, it's been hot hand. Like they go with Mac or whoever else, and they I'm may not, even go. They even have Mario bring the ball up sometimes. So like they've I'm been not playing high on there. DJ. I'm not either. He's, 
He's whatever. I mean, he's starting, I guess, but is he that good? I don't think he's that good. Yeah, I don't think so either. He'll be all right, but I mean, I don't think he's going to be a stud or anything. Yeah, he's not a difference maker, right? Yeah, he's not, yeah. not going to make the championship for you. Definitely not. Vooch might, though. Yeah, Vooch definitely might. And Aaron Gordon may as well. Like Aaron Gordon yeah. has stud potential. We saw that the first three weeks of the season. He was like first rounder. Uh, so the other team, one other team that we're going to talk about tanking specifically, that's the Knicks. Apparently, Jarrett Jack is finally going to go away, and they're going to run the French connection with Emmanuel Moutier and Frank Nielakina. And I've said multiple times, I want nothing to do with Nielakina. He's just not very good right now. I'm interested in Moutier because he's high volume. I caveat, though, your punting field goal percentage if you're going to rely on him. So I wouldn't trust him in a roto. But if your team, like, I always talk about this. A couple of my teams are really guard-heavy. So, consequently, I have a lot of guys that are killing me in field goal percentage. So, attacking Moody on that, okay, sure. But, like, I think he could be decent. I think he could have a decent chance to fill up stats. But if your team, if you champion percentages, like, Moody is not for you. Yeah. I just kind of see that being a timeshare situation, yeah. honestly. But they play together a lot. They had that one game. Their first game together, I think they played 28 minutes together. Like, they basically uh, play together the entire time. So they could coexist. We'll see if they dial back Courtney Lee. Obviously, the Hardaway Jr. with the leg thing. She should be pretty healed now, but... I definitely see Courtney Lee's minutes getting cut a little bit. Yeah, me too. Not that I mean, they're, him, they're embracing you know. the youth movement. They're trying to lose. Courtney Lee's <laughs> not a guy that's going to help you lose. Yeah. <laughs> so. uh, there's opportunity there, man. I mean, this team's not good. They don't have Porzingis to take shots. So there's there's shots for, for Moutier and... And Neil Aquino, who you don't want shooting, you're really booty either, but... That's such a gross backcourt. Yeah, oh they've God. got a lot of work to do there. <laughs> <laughs> but cut Jack, right? If you, for some reason, Jack. had him. Easily. If you, for some reason, had him, cut him. Yeah, he's an easy cut. Um, so let's talk about a couple other bad teams really fast. Uh, I just wanted to tack on... or Mark, Actually, let's talk about Marcus Smart really fast. So Terry Rozier kind of broke out. Um, since Smart had the whole hand laceration thing. What does that mean for Smart or Rozier? Do you think that Rozier is eaten into Smart's playing time a little bit? Mm, it's, it's, all, it's really tough to trust guys on Steven's team. I don't... I mean, he just he's always rides the hot hand. I think that it, it definitely hurts Rozier with... Smart being back, I think his minutes are definitely in the 20s more often than the 30s. Um, I mean, Smart's percentages are terrible, but he is a good defender, and that's why he's on the floor when he is. And then he also kind of likes to jack up terrible shots in the closing seconds sometimes, which is not fun to watch. But yeah. um, I don't know. I mean, I... Do you see Smart going down to the twenty-five range? No, I think he's closer to thirty. He can play I, three. He plays so many. He plays three positions. Like they play him on small forwards all the time. So I think he'll be all right. I think that they could. So that raises the question: Like, do the, will they cut into Marcus Morris's minutes? You're not cutting into Tatum's minutes. Like, I don't. Semi Ojale, maybe you could lose a few minutes that way. But I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm yeah. not too excited about either one actually. No, I mean, for me, Rozier was always just basically almost just a steel specialist in deep leagues. And then every once in a while, he had these nice games. Yeah. But is he a standard league lay? Like, if you have 
13 roster spots. I don't think I'm owning either of those guys, really. Yeah, I don't think so either. I mean, it's pretty much you're going to roll with Kyrie, Horford, Tatum. Jalen. And Jalen, kind of. like Jalen's been bad percentages-wise. Yeah. Like, I don't think Jalen's a slam-dunk 10-teamer. Mm, yeah, that's kind of true, huh? Yeah, no. you're right. But he's fine. Unless you're punting, like... yeah. Then he's a lot better. Jalen Brown and, and Moutier. That's made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't, we never trusted Marcus Morris, who ha- kind of had a decent stretch to finish the first half. He had a couple of big games. But I, I still don't care. He's just no defensive stats at all. So. Yeah, it's just a <laughs> That's the easiest stat to get. Yeah. So talking other tanking stuff. Phoenix, Atlanta, what do you, any take Sacramento, Scalabin Sierra could be back, so that could hurt Zebo. Close to Kufus. We'll see what happens with Labisier at the shoulder thing. He should be back soon, but we don't really know much. Uh, Memphis, they're supposed to be dialing back guys to play Rab and Deontay Davis and those guys, but it's pretty much wait and see on all the guys that are deep leagues. I don't really see anybody that I'm excited to own right now. I'm not really feeling Scal. Either. I mean, he's been, been so bad, man. He's been so bad. And, Maybe it was a and thing, Sacramento but... is just a dumpster fire. I'm just, I'm not interested. In it. May, I mean, Fox, I'll take Fox and Bogdan. And, and Bogdan. Yeah. But he's just been like, okay. Yeah. But um, I don't Everyone's think, so deep, I, I don't actually own Kings in any of my leagues, I don't think. I have Buddy Heald in one, and I've been waiting for reasons to cut him for like a month now. <laughs> 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 like, it's not fun to own them right now. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Phoenix, anything? Um, Devin Booker. Devin Booker said kind of emphatically that he wants to play, so that's good. But um, He just makes me nervous with, I mean, I could see him just missing random games for like a toe issue, you know? They're they're trying to lose, and there's no incentive to play him at less than 100%. He just makes me nervous. Chris has been frustrating. Bender has been really inconsistent. I never see it with Len. Basically, the only guy that I think is consistent there is going to be Alfred. Alfred's been and awesome. You, are you worried about TJ Warren? I don't know what to think about him. My, mildly, but not really. Yeah, right? I mean, he's still young. Yeah. What about Alex Len, by the way? Last game of the break, 38 minutes. That was like a stunner to me. 14-7, 5 blocks, 3 steals. Like I mean, does, here's the thing with Len. It's just like he does that, and then the next game it's like two minutes and nothing. Yep. And that's just been the trend always. And Bender can play the five. I mean, I just don't trust him. I don't like, like I said earlier, I just don't like in, inconsistent mis, minutes, guys. And Len is just always inconsistent minutes, inconsistent production. He'll he'll show a flash, and then he'll do garbage for a couple games, and then he'll flash. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm not feeling him. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I would. I would cut Holiday for him if I re- if like if I'm gonna wind up streaming the spot anyways. Yeah, that's reasonable. Like there's if upside. You're maybe this whole maybe this whole time off for the break got his ankles right. I'm definitely interested. Like fourteen seven, five blocks, three steals, no turnovers. Like that. That's a hello kind of a line. It's nice, <laughs> but, but I want to see him do it again. Yeah. You know? Let's see what did they have. Who do they play to come up here? Oh, they play uh, the DeAndre Jordans on Friday. Oops. So we'll see what he does there, and then oh, back to back. Oh, so if he if he goes off on Friday and Saturday, like that would be huge. 
But yeah, I mean, if you're streaming right now and you want to stream somebody for the back to back, like it makes sense. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I, I don't. There's nothing I wrong with this... streaming an upside guy. Yeah. I'm just not. I'm not cutting anyone with like long term value. Right. For Len. Right. Like we, I, like I said, Mario's any any trending down guy. I'm down to to cut. But if it's a guy I'm counting on, and I think it's gonna get wavered, then I may think twice. You think Josh Jackson comes alive? He's been so good. Half? Yeah, I'm pretty sold on him. I really, I really, really liked him. Like watching him in college, he was like one of my faves. Yeah, he was so bad in like December, and then he got the DMPCD on January second, turned it around. We talk about that all the time. Like he had the the most rapid turnaround like ever. Yeah, like, I mean totally the dude's bad. talented. Yeah. the dude is talented, <laughs> and especially with maybe I. It's kind of I think if Booker misses games here and there, he's he's he takes on a lot of the usage when that happens. Mm-hmm. I like Josh Jackson. I yeah. like does a little bit of everything. His percentages tend to be garbage, but anybody in Atlanta that you wanna hop on, Prince has been a disaster. I finally cut him in most of my leagues. I can't take it anymore. Yeah. Um Bembry's kind of a no show. Collins. Collins is the one guy in Atlanta I like. Yeah, Schroeder's been pretty decent, Bazemore's been okay. Um <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Really... Does he yeah. have nice games here and there? Not maybe. Really. He may have a yeah. couple nice ones, but he's definitely Triple the beneficiary space. of Bellinelli moving, though. Yeah. Yeah, but basically they... in Atlanta, I see Collins. That's my main guy. I yeah. mean, I love his potential. Double doubles with some blocks. It's just a matter of him getting minutes. I mean, I don't see, I don't understand why Arison Eliasova was starting for so long. I don't understand why Miles Plumley was starting for so long. I mean, I don't understand why he's not earning 35 minutes. I don't get it. Foul trouble is a big reason why. But um, we saw him get 31 in the last game before the break. So, and he was in foul trouble. So, I think he's going to start hitting 29 consistently. I think he, I at think least he could start do. him. Yeah. I don't know why. Why are you starting Ilyasova? Yeah. Soon enough. I mean, I, I guess make him earn it. I guess. I get that. Yeah. We'll see if but he's my guy. Yeah, he's my I lo- guy. I love that guy. Anybody else bad teams wise that you want to throw out? We talked about. Yeah, we pretty much got all of them. There's really nobody for Charlotte to talk about, and that's kind of it. Yeah. And we'll quickly. Um, Frazier's back. Does that Sadaransky concern zero? Concern zero. zero. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that. Uh, Glenn Robinson, three, is finally going to be back. Not that that would really do anything. He's probably not going to be in the rotation anyways. They said five to ten minutes. I think it's going to be five. I think it's going to be a really long process. He didn't. Yeah. He hasn't played at all. Uh, Bohan's playing really well, so I don't really see him taking – they're a playoff team, so yeah. don't mess with things, you know. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Pretty much just maybe just while Collison gets right, there's some minutes to fill there. If they're going to play Kojo with the one, strictly the one, maybe that may get him some chances, but not someone you want to count on. All right, anything else? I think that's pretty much all the news that happened, right? I think so, man. So we're back in the NBA swing of things, man. It took so long. Um, I had a nice little break. I went to LA. I'm sitting next to uh, my Milos. Uh, Star Wars bobblehead that I got while I was out there <laughs> I love so <laughs> alright so we're out of here on that and thanks for coming on Jared yeah no problem Justin and so good thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade New York 
Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.